This is a Queensland Department of Education podcast. Hi, I'm Virginia from the Department of Education. Today, the Department's Director of Communication and Marketing, Tony Tranquita, will answer some questions schools frequently ask about advertising. Hi, Tony. Thanks for joining me. I understand it can be a little confusing for schools to know what they can and can't do in relation to advertising. Are there basic guidelines schools should follow? Thanks, Virginia. Uh, Thanks for having me today. Yes, the department has an advertising procedure which covers both incoming and going advertising, and it provides some general guidance around the roles and responsibilities for departmental authors looking to undertake advertising. It also provides some advice on accepting advertising, so if schools decide to open up their school newsletters or other vehicles that they have to uh, outside suppliers, there's some guidance around that. There's also a lot of information on one portal around advertising, and I encourage principals and other people in, uh, in schools to get on one portal, have a look at that. And at the end of the day, if uh, principals or school staff have any questions, they can always come to Strategic Communication and Engagement. We're always happy to uh, provide some advice. Probably the easiest way is to, uh, to contact us through the media email, which most people are familiar with. And if they're looking for things on one portal, should they just put advertising in the search bar? They can, yeah. That would usually bring up the correct link. What are the most commonly asked questions schools have about advertising? Okay, well, we often get calls from schools regarding advertising and probably the main one we get is, can I let a business advertise in my school newsletter or on our school signage, electronic signage board or on our fence sometimes? So the simple answer is yes, it's a local decision. It's up to the principal if he or she wants to make those avenues available to outside organisations to advertise to the school community. There's a few things to consider. The main one is if you do decide to open up to advertising is to make sure that you're using a fair and transparent process. And that means that you treat every supplier that comes through the door looking to advertise in the same way and you're charging them the same amount of money. The only other thing I think that people should be aware of is there is a a list of unacceptable advertising in the current advertising procedure. covers off things like, you know, not advertising alcohol or gambling products. So Just be aware of that when you're um, considering taking advertising from businesses or suppliers. What do you mean by schools having to have a fair and transparent process regarding advertising? Well, I guess what I mean is if the local plumber comes to the school and wants to advertise in the school newsletter and you say yes and then his competitor comes along the following day and wants to advertise as well, you have to be fair and allow that that other supplier so to advertise as well so that there's no perception that you're being biased or favouring one, one business over another. How much should schools charge for advertising? It's really up to the school. There's no set answer to that, I guess. It's whatever's fair and reasonable and probably whatever the market will pay, I guess. Schools know their communities. They've probably got a sense of what would be a fair and reasonable amount to ask to advertise in the newsletter. If they're asking too much, <laughs> that'll become fairly obvious because people won't advertise. So whatever you do decide to charge, it's important that you just charge everybody the same amount so that you're applying that fairly and you're not seen to be favouring one supplier over another. Okay, thank you. And what about social media? Example, the school's Facebook page. Yes, Virginia, that's probably one area where we would advise schools not to allow businesses to advertise on school social media pages. And why do you suggest that? Social media is a relatively new area. Advertising on uh, platforms such as Facebook can be quite tricky. The rules change quite regularly, but 
from our perspective, I think it's just cleaner for schools not to have other businesses or suppliers listed on their Facebook page. The potential to, I guess, be seen to be endorsing that product or service or business is a lot higher than in an e-newsletter where it's quite obvious that the ad is an ad. So for schools, their Facebook page is really an extension of the school community rather than something that should be used for advertising yeah. other businesses. Yeah. And can politicians advertise at our schools? That's a good question. We, we often get asked this by schools and principals. The short answer is yes, but there's a lot of caveats around it. Politicians will often want to put advertising in schools newsletters, and they'll also look to put signs up on school fences. There's rules around political advertising, and that's covered in the advertising procedure. But basically, the advertising should be limited to the contact details of local, state and federal members. It must not contain any political messaging or slogans. So I'd recommend that principals and other staff have a look at the procedure and read that section of it because it's pretty clear. And there's also a page on one portal which has further info about politicians visiting schools. Are there any other questions that you get from schools? Yes, actually, one of the other questions we get often is uh, schools asking us whether they should take up opportunities like Shopadocket to promote their schools. Um, and again, the answer to this one is probably it depends on the school's circumstances. So in, in some situations, that type of device is suitable. Often there's schools that are competing with non-state schools in their area. If a non-state school is advertising through that channel, then there's some sense or some logic in, in being in that channel as well. We often have that question with billboards as well, uh, non-state schools advertising on billboards. Should the state school do that as well? The answer is yes, that, that's a possibility. But from our perspective, we think that the best way for a school to promote itself is to leverage the good news that is happening and the great things that are happening in the school and using their existing channels like their website, their social, their Facebook newsletters to promote that good news and get that good news out into the community. And we're happy to help schools with that as well. So there's a good news inbox. If schools do have interesting and exciting things that are happening in their school that they want to promote more widely, they're more than welcome to email that and we'll do our very best to get that out through the department's social channels, through our Facebook, uh, as well as through other channels. There's also a new advertising procedure scheduled to come online term two this year, 2023. Uh, so I encourage uh, schools to have a look at that procedure We've tried to make it a little bit simpler and more streamlined. We've taken some of the content that was previously in the procedure, pulled it out and to put it into fact sheets, which hopefully will be a little bit easier for people to navigate. At the end of the day, Strategic Comms in central office is here to help schools. And look, I encourage school staff to pick up the phone or email us if they've got any questions. We're always happy to help and we'll try to get back to you as quickly as possible. Great. Thank you for that. Thanks, Virginia. You have been listening to a Queensland Department of Education podcast. The Department of Education acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands from across Queensland. We pay our respects to the elders past and present. They hold the memories, the traditions, the culture and hopes of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples.